The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome to the show. I hope everyone out there is having a fabulous day. I got to tell you what is trending right now. I'm sure my assistant is over the moon. There is something called BDSM test at BDSMtest.org. That is actually the most popular thing on the internet today. Can you believe that, Paul? By the way, guys, no. we're with Paul. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure that something that Trump said was more That's weird. Uh-uh. <laughs> this 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 beat out Trump. I'm just saying. This this beat out the weirdness. Okay. So today uh, we are going to talk about life, love, success, and how to get it all with our guest Lori. Good day, Lori. Welcome to the show. It's a pleasure. Hi, Summer. So in ten seconds or less, can you tell everyone who you are? Because I want to get right into some questions. Because we get some really funky questions that I don't know how to answer, and Paul doesn't know how to answer, so we are going to send them to you. All right. Yes, my name is Lori Battle, and I am a success coach. I coach celebrities, I coach entrepreneurs, and I coach women and men who just want to win in life. I also am an event producer, and I produce two different events. One is called the Dream Girl Luncheon, and it's for women who have a dream and who want some tools and some some resources to make those dreams a reality. And I also do another event called Lunch with Lori and Friends. And it is a business camp that is hands-on that helps men and women to to find the tools and the resources necessary to make those dreams go to the next level. So I'm all about inspiring, empowering, and celebrating those who dare to dream. And, and of course, making the bottom dollar. Because let's face it, you can dream all you want to, but if you don't <laughs> you know make that. a buck, that, dream, <laughs> that, that dream's a real pain in the ass. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you can't have a dream if you don't have... A, a, a roadmap to where you want to get to with that dream and making your, you know, the financial part of it come true too. So yeah, that's exactly. important. Though so I do have to admit the only dream I have right now in life is I have a leak. I have a house in Palm Springs and my Palm Springs house is from like oh, no. 1950s. It's really art deco. It has a leak in its roof. So this week I have to get the roof replaced. It, it oh, never rains in Palm Springs. So I, so we just bought it and it's got a, a, a hole in the roof or a leak in the roof oh no so, yeah that's not good i think my well, only dream right now is is getting a new roof pardon no i'm kidding right this week <laughs> pardon paul or a new house why another replaced? new house hmm? why replaced is it that bad uh no it's probably not that bad 
I, I'm, I'm saying replaced. I can probably get it patched. The truth uh-huh. is I'm just really irritated. I'm, I want to put in a pool. I'm putting on a back house. I'm like doing all these renovations. And Alexis and wow. I looked at the roof and there's like a, a wet spot. And we kind of looked up and we went, you're kidding, right? We only bought this place because it had a massive property to do all the stuff that I wanted to do to it. And mm-hmm. Alexis just laughed. Oh, uh-huh. you'll get it together. I always do. I always yeah, do. But it it comes together some one way or the other. But So I'm going to ask you, what do you think the safest investments are? You talk about life, you talk about success, you talk about money, you talk about what to do in business. What is the best mm-hmm. bet? I always tell people bet on yourself and do it yourself. What do you mm-hmm. think the best investment is? I think you're right. You know, I I always tell my clients is that the dream starts with you, you know, and and so a lot of times what people do is they wait for someone else to come and validate them or they wait for somebody to come and push them to make them live out their own dreams. And and the dream starts with you. So it's your personal duty to carry out the dream, regardless of if anyone supports you or encourages, tells you anything positive. But if it's your dream, it's worth the investment. It's worth the time. If if you only have a little bit do of you, money, it's worth investing you, a little bit of that money into yourself, you know, so you're, you, you are your greatest investment, you know, I, you're going to yield much more than anyone else could yield for you. Don't you agree? I, I do agree with that. Sorry, I was just distracted. I went to throw something at Alexis and it hit her in the face, so she's not too happy. <laughs> okay. So I missed that. Uh-oh, I'm going to listen to this show because I want the advice too. Questions that we've gotten a lot of the time are, if you want to get into the entertainment industry, it's not always a safe bet. Everyone says have a backup. I always say, fuck the backup, go for what you want. Um, mm-hmm. what, what do you think? Do you think it's safer to have a backup or do you think you should be all in? You know, listen, I have a daughter who's, in, who's pursuing a, a dream of hers of being an actress and a singer. You know, she's 17 years old. And, um, you know, in where I come from, you know, college is, you have to go to college, you know. Yes. And I went to college. I was successful. I finished in four years. I went to UCLA, you know, hoorah. But I'm starting to see as my daughter, she's different. You know, you want to try to treat your kids like they're just like you and you should follow my path and do what I say and do it how I did it. But you have to realize they're not going they're not you and they're going to do it how it comes to them you know so i've come to the realization summer that if my daughter just decided to go head on into it and that's what she believed then i'm going to support her i'm not going to push her to say you have to do this you have to do that but i'm going to support it because i know in the end she's going to make it i know that she has everything inside of her so i'm i'm all i'm probably now a little bit more lenient to dive in follow your dream follow your passion you only get one time to do it so why not do it while you're alive right <laughs> exactly. You only get one life. You get one shot at this, so you better kick ass doing it. A heads up for your exactly. daughter, and it's something I always tell my listeners and something I really push. You can never mm-hmm. start out in Hollywood being a producer and an actor uh-huh. and. She has to pick one and put 100% into that because 50% in entertainment gets you nowhere. Oh. She's got to put 100% into one of those, and I guarantee she'll be successful. Oh, wow. That's great advice. Great advice. Okay. I'll definitely be sharing that with her. That's, that's the Hollywood rule. If you put 100% in, that's why everyone you hear about that never had a job is a director uh-huh. and a writer and a producer. In Hollywood, uh-huh. we always say you can't be you know, a producer and. You can't be an actor and. You can be an actor and a singer later or you can be a singer and yeah. an actor later. But you have to put 100% of your time into what you're doing and it has to be one thing. Because otherwise you're dividing. Awesome. 
And if yeah, you get successful as an actor, they'll throw the producer title at you. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> that's exactly okay. it. Right. I I know personally, you're, and I, I truly believe what you're saying because I do know a lot of actors who started off as an actor, but then eventually they moved into producer, director, writer. So I think that's some great advice, and I needed that for her, you know, because you get so focused on, oh, I got to try to do everything to sell myself across the board, but then you spread yourself too thin, and then what do you have left, you know? So that's a good advice for her to follow, and, and we'll definitely be heeding that. Thank you. Amazing. Well, good luck to her. Yeah, I, I wish well, the best. You. One of the uh, Hollywood, as wonderful as it can be, it's not always kind. The joke is they've got what's called a model and actress, which we, which is called a mattress, um, <laughs> because they usually end up on their back trying to go one way. Yeah, or the welcome other, so. to Hollywood. Sorry about oh, that. <laughs> that's a, did you say they're laying on their back? And <laughs> well, you take no, over. No, 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 just model this. slash actress mattress. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, um, we're learning that as we are, you know, she's been on sets and she's done gigs and, you know, she's seen that and she's learning it the hard way and she's seeing that it's not fair. It's not black and white. She's seeing the biasness. Uh, she's seeing, uh, you know, the favoritism, you know, she's seeing all of that. And, and, and as a parent, sometimes you, you get frustrated because you know what's going on, but I'm glad she's, she's wise enough as a young woman to see that is you got to fight. You really have to believe in this you can't do this because somebody said it was cool and you can make a lot of money but your heart has to be in it because a lot of people don't make it and a lot of people get weeded out and and those are the ones who weren't even supposed to be in it probably because they were in it for the wrong reasons so i I love the fact that she's truly invested into this we're invested into her well, hang on. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no right or wrong reason to do it. Some people do it for the money. Some people want fame. Some people need attention. Um, really, mm-hmm. there, there are a whole slew of reasons people do it. And no matter how talented someone is, like I said, it takes 100% at breakneck speed. And, and you've mm-hmm. got to pick one. You can only drive one way. But I do want to say, guys, so you know, um, there's a report. The Los Angeles Police Department just found a body in the Hollywood Hills home of TV host George Stephanopoulos. He was not there oh. at the time when the body was found. So it's not him, but there was a body found in his home. Oh, my God. Uh, That's boy. terrible. Hillary got another one. All right. <laughs> no. Wow. George Stephanopoulos, wow, that's, that's interesting. I that, wonder if that, it was someone that worked on his staff or was it just, it, you know, a housekeeper or something? You'd be surprised who, who goes in where and who does what. Hollywood yeah. is a very, very strange place. Now, for yeah, you, we've got about three minutes to a break. I'm going to ask you, you talk to people about success, you try and inspire them, um... There are a thousand girls and boys out there. There are a thousand people trying to make it in this industry. But this industry, like any other industry, is it's it's a business. Mm-hmm. What is what is the best advice you can give to somebody? We make a large chunk of money, then none at all. Obviously, we have to save. But what advice would you give to somebody when their business is themselves? Wow. 
I would, if someone asked me, what would you tell me and, and how would you guide me? I would always tell them, don't lose who you are at heart. You know, um, there was a kid, you were once a kid and you had a dream and, 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 and the dream is so real and it's so tangible, but don't lose yourself in the process of obtaining that dream. You know, um, your morals and values, you know, if you grew up with those morals and values, keep them. That's precious. That's valuable commodity. And, and it's, it's, it's not worth it to lose yourself in the process of becoming who you're designed to be because you can become who you are supposed to be without having to go the route of becoming addicted to drugs and alcohol and, and feeling like, you know what, nothing really matters. But something should matter to you. And I would always advise someone to say, you know, keep yourself in the process because you're, you're precious, you're valuable, you're worthy. So I'm always teaching the worth of a person. And we lose that sometimes because we look for others to validate us and tell us who we are and what we can do and what we can't do. But if we I, stick to the core values, I it'll help us that. in the long run. In Hollywood, if you listen to what other people have to say about you, you're screwed because they're never saying anything nice. Uh, True. <laughs> you're yeah. going to get a lot exactly. of, a lot of bad So what do you have left? Yeah, but you have nothing have, left if you it. if everything banks on what somebody uh, says and they, how they validate you or they don't. So you got to go in strong and knowing that you know what I'm going to have to validate myself at the end of every day, whether I get twenty twenty nose, uh, whether I get you're too fat, you're too ugly, you're the wrong skin color, whatever it is. You have to go in knowing that I am who I tell myself I am. That's a, that's someone else's opinion. And someone is going to accept and love me just as I am. And that's what I think is missing a lot of times in Hollywood is that people are looking for somebody to put them in a category. And you don't fit in every category. There's a lane for you. And when you find that lane, you end up coasting and you'll be glad you did and you waited on it. So that would be some advice that I would give Summer. And, and that's the I advice that. that I do give to my clients. I like that. That's, that's really good advice. I do have to say... I'm kind of an asshole, so I'll turn around to people and just be like, suck it up, princess. But I, I, you said it in a much nicer way. <laughs> we are going to summer. go to break. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with Paul. We are on with Laurie. We are talking success. And when we get back, we're going to talk about how to hold up your confidence when you're getting a lot of no's, how to get the girl you want, how to balance life, how to balance love. We'll be right back on Behind the Scenes. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. 
Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day guys, welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. I want to give a quick shout out to Scott Haskin. Thank you for that beautiful, beautiful music. And for those of you that wrote in worried last week um, about uh, JC Lee, she, I, I, I've spoken with her people. Um, we, we don't know exactly what was wrong with her. There, there are a lot of speculation from you guys, but oh, yeah. no, that's, that's, that's not normal behavior. Um, so we do apologize for her behavior on last week's show. I, I am giving that apology there. Welcome back to the show, guys. Paul, you there? Yeah, we're, we're still here. Yeah. Okay. G'day, Paul. G'day, Lori. Welcome back to the show. So what we're going to talk oh, about right now, you talk about success. How do you balance success and love? Not you personally, but for people out there that are trying to get what they want and putting 100% and you can't put 100% in both directions. Do you have to choose? Are you asking, do you have to choose? No, do you, uh, yes, do you, ha- do you have to choose between love and career? I mean, you can't put 100% into, one, into everything. You only have 100%. Right. So. right, and and I love a famous quote from Billy D, the actor Billy D. He says, what is success if you have no one to share it with? And uh, I've been married for almost 19 years, you know, and I always quote that to my husband because it's easy to, you know, get so wrapped up into the success that you want and that you're obtaining and that you can easily lose sight of the love that you are, that you want in order to make that your life a, you know, a full balance, you know. So I think it's important that you focus on building a strong relationship that can handle the success that comes to you, you know, because you want love in the end. Love is important and and it's it's needed. Sorry, I got a little frog in my throat oh it happens it's it's no big deal <laughs> um so they were talking for a while that brad pitt was going to be under investigation for child abuse and blah 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 no guys no allegations have been made against the actor cut the bullshit he's actually always been a really nice person that was a shout out from hollywood and from people writing in i'm going to ask you Lori, how do you feel about celebrity culture today I feel that, you know, we sometimes put too much pressure on their relationships as like they're fairy tales. And, and behind all the lights and the camera, the, the gowns and the red carpets are real individuals who have issues just like everyday people. And, no, no, and no. I think H- that hang society think needs to realize that. You, yeah. Are you there? I think they have more issues. You think they have what? More issues. I work with them. Way more issues. Right. Oh, absolutely. And I think it's magnified, but it's under a magnifying glass, though. And, you know, so you have millions of people that are looking at you, and, and they want you to represent what their image of a fairy tale relationship is. And so when you see something like Brad Pitt and Angelina, that there's a, a alleged case of abuse, you know, we don't know what that is. You know, it could be uh, he shouted or, you know, he popped someone on the behind or whatever the case is. Well, hang on. But I, I we... do have to say Brad Pitt's always been wonderful. Jen, uh, Angelina Jolie has always been a bitch <laughs> like that. The, she is a horrible <laughs> human being. Seriously. Okay. Uh, I mean, right. she's not terrible and my assistant is telling me to shut up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I guess there's mixed opinions about her because we love the fact that she's adopted a million kids and given them combs, you know, and so she gets brownie points for that. But but she ignores them (laughs) and leaves them with nannies and doesn't see them for six months at a time. That's what I talk about, the fishbowl of Hollywood. She brings them out for photo ops but doesn't deal with them outside. And I'm not supposed to be saying any of this, so I'm going to be quiet. But you'll find that no one in... No one in Hollywood likes her, and that I always tell people is, there's your red flag. If the Hollywood insiders don't like her, they know (laughs) there is something bad. Ah, okay. Wow. Uh, Unfortunately, Brad jokingly said, uh, I think it was like on on Bill Maher's program, that uh, he was asked, you know, so how do you control all those kids? And he, Brad Pitt, just jokingly said, well, I beat my kids. Ah, bad, bad answer. That's a bad answer. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bad answer. And he yeah. definitely looked like he was joking, and it was taken as a joke at the time. That's now what people right. are turning it into at the moment. Well, Paul, listen, I had a boss years ago when I was in college. She told me that there's a little bit of truth in every joke, you know? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's how the truth <laughs> Yeah, right. So you kind of leak out a little bit what you feel sometimes even in your joking. So we that could have been a red flag nobody was watching. But here we are. Mm-hmm. And now and now this is going on. Well, I'm going to ask yeah. you. We've got we've got some write-ins and I'm not going to read a name we've been asked not to disclose. The question is how do you make money on the side? I put all of my time into acting. I put all of my time into what I'm trying to do, but I can't balance my budgets. The word is budget, Uber not driving. budgets, mm-hmm. just saying, yeah. Um, ah. They're trying to pay bills and trying to get together an acting career, I guess. Uber driving. Yeah, I mean, the the greatest job of all starving actors and actresses waiting tables. I mean, you can make excuses or you can find a solution to your problem. And if you need more money, there's way too many resources out there where you can make money. Like Paul said, Uber is one of those, you know. I mean, I, I like seems like nine out of ten people I know are driving Ubers. And I'm going, what are you driving an Uber for? But when money gets tight, you know, we live in Los Angeles. It's expensive to live here. And so you've got to be resilient. So I would tell that young person or who, whomever that is, is that it's up to, you have to find a way to work out the means that you need to make it here if you're in Hollywood or if you're in Texas, wherever you are, but you can't focus less on the problem and focus more on your solution. What are your solutions? What are your options? What do you think, and I'm going to ask you personally, um, what do you think the number one rule to success is? Um, the number one for rule for success is what I believe is that you, at the end of the day, have the responsibility to make it, ha- make it or break it. And, and if you're not giving 100% to making it, then chances are you're going to break it. So I believe is that it's got to be 100%, whatever you're, you're, you're pursuing. If it's you want to be a writer or actor or whatever it is, you have to give 100% and, and finding the time. Is, is the key, you know, we want to, we consume ourselves with other things, but if we really laser beam in on, okay, how do I create the time to make happen what I want? Because it's so possible. If anything is possible, I know that for a fact. So if you find the time to put in the work, you can, you can get to where you want to be. I, I truly know that. So that's what I would say is, is, is giving it 100%. What do you tell people that have failed? 
Say they've put in 100% and they really do fail. Right. And I have a client right now dealing with something similar. She's, she's like, I've put in 100%. I've given so much. I'm ready to give up. And I, th- and I told her, and then I'll share this with you all, and I said, that's when the biggest breakthrough is usually going to come through is when you want to throw up your hands and you want to say, I've had enough. It's because you're at that moment where it should, it, it, nothing really matters because you're, you're so low. You can't go any lower, you know. So up. Is only way is the only way you can go, and and so I just tell people that you know when you feel like everything has come against you, you the money, the relationships, it's there's still an opportunity for a door to be open for you, and usually when you're at your wits end is when you're ready for the opportunity, and and you're ready to take on the challenge because a lot of time when you get your butt kicked and you're getting you know tossed here and there. You know, it's it's developing you. Challenges make you stronger. I don't know if you agree with that, but I know there's been challenges in my life that have should have broken me and made me go off into a corner, but they actually strengthened me. And right when I was at my when I thought it couldn't get any worse, and I thought that you know what, there's no hope. Then there was an opportunity for me, and I was ready. I was actually ready. So I think challenges prepare you, and they strengthen you. I think I don't believe in, in complete failure. If you put in 100%, you can't fail. That I, I genuinely believe that. Well, I it's up think. to the person. It's, it's your perspective, you know. Um, right. Because if you've given everything and there's nothing left, then you, should, you would think, yeah, you should feel like a winner. But most of the time, people don't. They feel like they failed. They feel like I have gave everything that I had and nothing came of it. I didn't get the guy. I didn't get the job. I didn't get the car or the house. So I failed. But we should look at it in the flip is that, you know what, if you can give everything to something, that is more than most people are doing. Most are giving 20, 30, 50. But if you felt you should feel like I'm victorious still because I gave, I didn't cut it short, but I gave everything. So if it didn't work and walk away, at least I know I did. You know what they say, nothing beats a failure but a trier. You know, yeah. so it, it, we should look at it like that. But most people don't, Summer. They look at it as like I gave everything and I still didn't end up what I wanted. But that's okay because life is a bunch of, um, Well, how do you, you know, pick yourself back up? What do you do to pick, you pick yourself your- back up? After a bad relationship, for example. Say you put everything you have into this relationship and landed on your face. Mm-hmm. My assistant's glaring at me. Um, how, do you, how, do you, <laughs> how do you pick yourself back up? Well, you know what? I am a strong believer. I I have a strong faith, okay? For me personally, my faith is what helps me. And, and it's helped me through tough times. And I, and I think that if you don't have a faith or, or a belief and, and that is your core, um, life is going to really whip you up and beat you up pretty bad and it'll keep you down, you know, because that's what people lose is they lose their faith, they lose hope. So if you um, let go faith, of those things, I, you then you really in... will have a tough, yeah, you'll have a tough time picking yourself back up because everything else is material. Material things come, they go, you know, they, you can have money in the bank today and tomorrow it can be all gone. You go, what happened to it? But if you still have your hope that, you know what, I can make it again, that that was, you know, I went through a, a period where I needed to learn how to be better with money, be better with, you know, the way I live my life, then you have to go through some learning stages. So, but if you lose your hope, then that's when you see people on the streets, homeless. You see people living in boxes or walking around talking to themselves because they just lost their hope. So, so if you're in a relationship and it doesn't work out, 
no, have the hope that, you know, that just wasn't the right guy. He, he wasn't for me. And be grateful that, you know what, I ha- I'm grateful that I got rid of this idiot so that now I'm open for the right guy to find me. So I say don't lose your hope ever. Now, do you mean uh, we're going to go to break in about one minute? So what that means, guys, have faith in yourself, have faith in God, have faith in something more than you, find your core strength. I'm Summer Helene, we are on with Lori, we are on with Paul, we are about to go to break. This is Behind the Scenes, we'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Where are you getting your advice on buying, selling, or maintaining your most important asset? Your home. Is it from a reality show on cable TV? A comparison website? Or are you just flying by the seat of your pants and gut instinct? Stop now before you make another move. Tune into Real Real Estate Today with host and realtor Deb Tomorrow. You can't afford to play guesswork when it comes to your new or existing home. Listen every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Attention. If you're a parent, educator, social worker, or civic or religious leader, the most important program you'll hear this week is Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Host Opal Singleton and her guest show how our children and others are being dangerously lured by predators through the dark web, social media apps, and games. Beyond that, the program looks at trends in human trafficking and more. You'll never think of the Internet the same way again. Listen Thursdays at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are talking about success today, how to get famous, what to do, and all of that. What advice, I'm going to ask you, we're on with Laurie, we're on with Paul. Laurie, what advice would you give someone if if they really... If they don't have a lot of money, how do you turn that? Basically, how do you turn a dime into a dollar? Oh, I love that question because I have done it, guys. Who um, I started my first business. You know, first I'll back up is because I had a strong desire to be an entrepreneur. And um, at the time, I didn't have the money. I was in college. You know, college students don't have any money. But I had a, a strong desire and a passion to to be an entrepreneur, and I believed that I could do it. So I took what I had, and what I had at the time was $100 to invest into this dream. And so I was able to buy my products and things like that and, and launch my business. But what I... what 
I believe it was was more important was that it wasn't just that hundred dollars. It was the drive is what took the business somewhere because you can just go out and buy product, you know, with twenty five dollars or whatever if you have a thousand. But if you don't have the drive along with that to push that thing forward, it really won't go anywhere. So I would say to someone. Ideally, if you don't have a lot of money, but you know and that you know that you know and you have this true instinct that I can make this go, take what you can. If it's a $25 investment, whatever, or if it's nothing, if you just have your mouth, you're a good negotiator, take that with your drive and you can push it. And I'm, and I'm a, a living witness in, in that I've done that. And I took that $100 and I ended up with multiple businesses by the time I was in my mid-20s. So it's really possible with no money. Now, if somebody's in, say, the entertainment industry, what are the safest mm-hmm. bets? I mean, you hear about everyone in Hollywood in, you know, invest in restaurants and then lose their ass because, let's face it, that's not really a good investment. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's the business I started off in. <laughs> yeah. um, do you think it's wise for people to take financial planning classes or do you think it's really more of a learn-as-you-go Wow. I I think it would be a smart idea to take an investment class on finances if you can because it can it can't do anything but help you to understand money and and having a good relationship. I always tell my client when I'm doing motivational speaking is that you need to have a good relationship with money or you know are you going to be in for a long long rude awakening. But um going back to what you were saying is that um yeah Investing is is good because you want to know what what you should be investing in. If it's stocks, mutual funds, um, you know what it what's going to work for you. But you're going to learn as you go. It's un, it's just inevitable. Is that you can have good training, you can go to good schools, you can have parents who taught you how to save and invest. But until you experience it yourself, because there's there's going to be things in your life like they say, when the more you make, the more you spend, and, and that can be true. So you're going to have to learn and figure it out along the way. Is it's, there's no perfect way of, of uh, reaching success and being a good master of money until you've actually had some and you've been able to go through experiences that teach you about the value of money because money is well, why, a very a powerful tool. Yeah. Why do you think the more people have, the more they spend? That, that is an old adage, but it's one that I've, I've seen very, very true. The more people oh have, God, the more yeah. money they do spend. Why do you think that is? Well, because you get... Go ahead, Paul. I'm sorry. No, no, it's easy to do it when you have it. Well, yeah, not only that, but... Planning for the future. Well, I think, too, is that you get comfortable. You know, when you get comfortable with having something and you get accustomed to it, then you you get relaxed and and you feel like, yeah, this feels good. You know, when you... Let's say if you come into $100,000... You get your first gig, movie gig, you get the 100000 Okay, you're like, wow, this is a lot of money. I've never had that. Um, and then you get used to spending 100000 You know, oh, I can go out and buy a pair of, you know, Louis Vuittons, or I can buy a Chanel pack, whatever it is you like. And then and you're, you get into that. Hookers and Coke. It's, it's Hollywood. Hookers and yeah. Coke, yep. Right. I'm sorry, you broke up, Summer. What did you say? I said I have to agree with Paul. It's Hollywood. Hookers and Coke. Um, but I, I, I gotta say, I, I gotta say, I gotta jump in here. It's a thing. If, if, if you think a hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money and, and you got, if you've got that, 
no, I said if you think a hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money, it is a lot of money. But if that's your version of I've got a lot of money now, save it. You have no idea how quickly that can go. <laughs> no idea. Right. Well, yeah, and that reference was for somebody, let's say, who's new into the business and they got their first big gig and that, you know, it's a commercial or, you know, a small part, you know, you're right. But you're right, Summer, save that <laughs> and sit down and, 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 and think and spend very wisely because that is, yeah, a thousand, a hundred thousand is, is like a thousand, you know, or a hundred probably in these days. <laughs> Now, you say, um, you, you tell people to be wise with their money, but then on the flip side, to make any money, you have to risk. How do you calculate waste versus risk? How do you calculate? I'm sorry. Waste versus risk. You have to spend waste. money to make, waste versus mm-hmm. risk. You have to spend money to make money. You have to invest. Correct. So, how do you right. calculate your risk? Well, I would say that calculating your risk versus investing in yourself, it's, it's a struggle because one part of you is like, you know what, I know that I have to put something in to get something out. And if, I have, if you have the means, then you're going to have to decide if this is the right time. I would say timing would have to be a key element. You know, every t- everything is not about right now, but it needs to be in the time. And if you know it's about time for you to put in some money into, let's say, getting some really great reels of yourself, then let's say, you know what, let's quit talking about it, let's quit thinking about it, let's do it if you have the money. But wasting would be just like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to go out and I'm going to create a, a, a mini-series and, and knowing good and well that you're not ready, you're not in the area you know, mentally, physically, connected-wise to do it. That would be a waste of money. But if you know I've, I've spent a lot of time doing a lot of things and it's time for me to have better presentation, then that's an investment and it's time to do it. Quit making excuses and just do it. Who's the hardest client you've ever had? Oh, God. The hardest clients are the ones that don't want to be authentic and genuine to their own gifts, but the ones that, that they want to copy and replicate what someone else is doing. And, and that, to me, is just, you know, it's, it's just a waste. It really is because you can't walk in someone else's shoes. You have to find your own pathway. And that's what I like to do is help people find their pathway and find their pathway to success. Success, and that's a unique thing, you know. I can't do summer, Helene. You know, there's only one of you, the queen, the Duchess of Hollywood, and and so it would be it would be a disadvantage for me to try to copy you and to do what you're doing like you're doing. But there's a way that I can do it that works for me that is unique and it'll be a success. So those kinds of clients that don't want to really be authentic and genuine, it's like I can't work with you. <laughs> I, I need authenticity. Well, how do you judge authenticity, especially if you're dealing with people, say, in the entertainment industry? I mean, they're kind of the more vapid and narcissistic of the group. Um, right. Did I say that in a nice way, Paul? <laughs> did, I, did I say that nice? <laughs> no, I know what you're saying. Yeah, and I've dealt with the narcissist kind. You know, it's me, me, me. Let's, you know, all of, and, and, and I'm just not interested in that. You know, I really am looking for people that want to 
give back and make a difference. You know, a recent, I don't know if you know Essence Atkins, she was a keynote speaker at my event, and, and I love what she said. And she says, I've been on red carpets. I've done, you know, um, so many shows. I get repeat business. She said, but the only thing that I am responsible for at the end of the day is paying it forward. And, and that's what I love is a, an, an entertainer that has a real heart and that's genuine, that really just wants to pay it forward when you get to a certain level. And, and so, yeah, I, I prefer that caliber of entertainer because I'm just not interested in, I, I'm not starstruck, you know, I'm like, I'm not starstruck. So I'm interested in people that are real and that want to do real things that help people, you know, at the end of the day. Now you said you you have your luncheon. Um, what yeah. what is that about? We have just a couple of minutes till we go to break again. But I'm going to okay. ask you, what's that about? Why are you so interested in helping women? I mean, I get it. Oh, I'm a man. feminist. I want to get I want to get women in entertainment. But what's what's driving yeah. you? I mean, it's it's difficult. Yeah, it is. It really is. And what drives me is because I've been that woman. I was, like I said, I started as an entrepreneur very young, and I didn't have the support. I didn't have the encouragement. I didn't have the network. I didn't have the resources. And so for me, it's very personal, and that's why I want to help women. So this luncheon is really amazing. We get all these entrepreneurs. We get people in the entertainment industry. We get lawyers, judges, doctors, you name it. It's about bringing your dream, whatever that dream is. And we want to inspire you and connect you to other women and we want to empower you and so we just have this awesome day of live entertainment we have celebrity keynote speaker and we have um, celebrity speakers in general and it's a day for just empowering women from all backgrounds it's a multicultural event so it's for all women no matter where you're from your culture but we come together and it's a it's a real positive environment summer and I hope you'll be at my next one I would love you'll be an awesome addition. So we'll have to talk about that, but I have it every year in August and this will be my fourth year doing it. And, and like I said, it's an empowering day for women to really believe that their dreams can be a reality. What do you think the main thing that holds a person back is? Is there the fear? Is fear. Fear How do you is get the past pillar that? of dreams. Yes. How do you get past the fear? You have to face it. You have to face fear in the face, you know, and you, you, if it's, you know, you're dealing with issues from childhood, it could be, you know, sexual abuse or it could be um, bullying, um, those things that hold you back in life. And, and so um, you have to be able to get to a point where you're sick and tired of being sick and tired and you want to do something about it. You want to you address those things that have been haunting you, you know, your whole life and that have told you you can't do it, you're not good enough, um, nobody's going to support you, whatever it is. But it's, it's usually us, it's the fear that holds us back from reaching those dreams and goals in life. And, and um, once you address them and you realize those, those fears, are, are so limiting and they're, they hold you hostage in your own self. Once you, once you face them, you're freeing yourself. You're freeing yourself to be great and to do great things. So think, I would say if anyone's, yeah. Do you think all fear is surmountable? Wow. I think that you can overcome pretty much anything that's been a roadblock in your life. I personally think that. I know if we had time, maybe I'll come back. I can talk about some of the things that I've dealt with fear-wise and with clients that have been a roadblock and had, that have held me back in the past. But, yeah, been able to overcome them. 
Now, I know, I know that's a funny question, but when, when people no. talk about fear or the fear of failure, um, mm-hmm. for a lot of people, I know that is really insurmountable. When we come back, mm-hmm. we're going to talk a little bit more about that. We're going to finish up with Laurie. We're going to talk about awesome. where you can find it, where you can see it, and how to make yourself successful. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with Paul and Laurie. This is Behind the Scenes. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Tune in every week for Sex Out Loud. Host Tristan Termino will discuss everything from sexual pleasure to sexual politics. Get an insider's perspective from leaders in the adult film industry, the LGBT community, and the sex-positive world. From kink to non-monogamy, nothing is off limits. Plus, you can call in to join the conversation. Sex Out Loud airs every Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel. If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back Behind the Scenes. G'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are on with Paul and Laurie talking about love, life, and success. There is a correction that needs to be made, and I am not even going to try and pronounce this word. Paul, mate, would you help me out here? Yeah, I'm going to murder it, too. It wasn't George Stephanopoulos' house. It was a George Strombolopoulos' house. He's a Canadian uh, TV uh, show host for something called Hockey Tonight in Canada. Okay, uh, I, have, so I have a quick request. Uh, it isn't George Snuffleupagus from the Clinton campaign, which, you know, yeah. who's hosting it, the debates. Yeah, it, that's not a problem at all. It's, it's uh, the one from, uh, it's, it's a totally different guy. And a quick mm-hmm. shout out to everybody about this. Um, FYI. To the people with an article that I read, please make sure you get it right. And for God's sake, don't put it on a Hollywood page if it isn't about Hollywood. Canada doesn't count. I don't care about hockey. I'm so <laughs> kidding. It does count. It does count. I'm just. I'm, uh, I'm there kidding. Goes some I, I love some Canada. Listeners. I know there goes. Some, I'm kidding. I love Canada. <laughs> but I, I do want to give a. All joking aside, I do want to give um, send out condolences to the victim. That really is. Yeah, uh, Richard Hong. Mm-hmm. That really is rough. So our condolences yeah. to the victim. And very sorry for making light of it, but I swear to you, I thought it said George Stephanopoulos. So did I when yeah. I first read it. That, yeah, but that, that was way wrong. So welcome back. I was wrong. <laughs> that doesn't happen often, we so everyone enjoy the day. Um, <laughs> so, Laurie, 
When yeah. someone, what if you make a bad investment? Let's say it's not yourself you've invested in. How do you, how do you pick yourself up? I'm sorry, Simon, you kind of broke up. Can you repeat that, please? How do you pick yourself up? When you hit the yeah. floor, when you hit the deck and it all falls apart, I think one of the most important yeah. things for people to know is how to put it back together. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a lot of people, you know, find themselves in situations where they hit the hit rock bottom. You know, they've lost homes, cars, money. Um, but the best thing you can do is develop a relationship that is stronger and bigger than you because you're only able to do so much naturally. Um, you do need help. And um, a lot of people find that in faith, you know. Um, you find recovering addicts, you know, they go to AA meetings and they find a higher power, they call it, you know. But you do need to find a relationship that is bigger than you and that is positive in you. It might be in a role model. It might be in a mentor, you know, but you do need to surround yourself with people. And, and, and that can help lift you up, too. Because uh, there are people that want to see you succeed, that want to see you get off your feet, and uh, that, that will push you and back you. But um, it's important first to, you know, have that relationship that is bigger than you. And, and, and a lot of people go to God, and that's who I go to. Uh, I me, go to God. Well, let me ask you. Let's say somebody doesn't believe in God. You've said have a mm-hmm. relationship with someone more. I agree with that. I always believe, my dad always said, it, believe in, it doesn't matter what you believe in, just believe in something more than you. Even if you just mm-hmm. believe, you know, um, yeah. make it karma, make it anything, believe in something more than you, then you're focused on something more than you. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's so, for, for the people writing in that are a bit cranky, no, we're not saying you have to convert to any religion to be successful. We're simply saying right. focus on something that is not you. Um, you know, we're talking about being altruistic versus uh, self-centered. That's really the discussion. Yeah. Can I ask you, if you could teach everyone in the world one thing about success, what would it be? I would tell them that success is what you make of it. And, and you can either make it into something big or you can make it into something mediocre. But I would tell people that are listening is that, you know, it's success is really what you make of it. And it's up to you to put in everything you can to make it what you want it to be, you know. So um, that's the advice I would give somebody is that, you know, it, it's what you're going to make of it. And, and um, the sky is really the limit. It really is the the limit. There's no cap unless you put one on. And um, you're, what you were saying you about earlier about, huh? I've I've got like I've got rapid fire questions coming through, so I'm asking and answering them actually okay, as cool. we go. We'll move quick. Um, how how do you get past the fear? Yeah, fear. Um, getting past the fear because there's fear of failure, there's fear of success, and there's fear of rejection. And earlier I was saying is that, you know, facing your fears is the best thing you could ever do. Running from them will always slow you down. But facing them is the best thing that you can ever do because they're not as big as we want to make them. And so they they are, you know, you can overcome them if you really want to. There is a way you can. And, And I'm a coach. If you want to talk to me, hey, give me a call. We can talk about it. I like that. That's that's a really good way of putting it. My mom would always say to me, you know, is this going to matter in a year? And I think essentially, right. um, 
sometimes what terrifies us today is not going to be that big a deal tomorrow. It's, it's it you know, it's, it's the invisible dog in our mind. Um, exactly. What's the biggest challenge you've ever had to overcome? Fear. <laughs> so that's why I talk about it, but it's, it's been, the fe- fear has haunted me. You know, um, I, I, I dealt with anxiety really bad at one point in time, and um, it, it really paralyzed me. Um, and it was the result of my mother dying. My mother died when I was around um, 18, and um, it, it literally rocked my world. Um, it caused me to introvert and to start getting all into my head about all these things that could happen, what ifs, and, 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 and how about that. And so I'm really speaking from my own truth is that I had to face my own fears. Is that do I want to give up? Do I feel like this is it? I can't go any further and I'm only 20-something. Or do I feel like there's a life for me to live and there's some success for me to obtain? And so I had to face my own fears and deal with the anxiety that was really debilitating. And here I am. Um, I'm years later, and I am able to tell other people that, you know what, you can't overcome it. And, and, and you, you know, so I have a lot I can say on that, but that's truly how I feel. What was, what was your biggest success? What was your biggest failure? My biggest success, I would say, is when I opened up my first business, and I did it without having the money that usually it takes and without having the support, without having the um, infrastructure. But it was such a success. And I had customers. I had business. I was making money. And so for me, that was a huge success. My biggest failure, gosh, I would say is when I had to make a decision of giving up my business. But you know what? I I can't really say that was a failure, but I, I, I took it like it was. But I made the decision based on I wanted to be at home with my daughter. So it was it was kind of a catch you felt You felt like a failure, but it was a conscious decision. Exactly, exactly. I felt and like, why did I give all this up that I built so hard? I worked so hard over the years to build, and I felt like I was just giving it up. But on the flip... Like you said, it was a conscious decision. I wanted to be at home with my my daughter and to raise her in her young years. So I felt like it was a win, and Alex, I can't really say that was. We we have about two minutes to close. I'm going to ask you what you think about the debate. There's a debate right now. Some women are, you know, women judging women based on whether they choose to stay home, go to work, that sort of thing. Um, my my response to that always is always cut the crap, girls. We're on the same team. But yeah. what are your thoughts? You know what? I believe that women have choices. You know, what works best for you? What do you feel comfortable with? If it's being an at-home mom and wife, you know, if that's your, you know, floats your boat, then you know what? You stand strong and you hold true to that. Or if you know that there's something passionate inside of you that you're not fulfilling, and if you need to get out there and bust your butt, become, a, you know, a, an executive or whatever it is, go for it. Just don't put yourself in a box and hold yourself back because someone told you you should. But know that you know this is what I need to be doing. So that's what I would encourage a woman is that you have a choice. There's no no fine line. There's no right way. We have about a minute. We are going to close out the show. Lori, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes, Um, thank you, Summer. This is great. If anyone needs some success coaching, some life coaching, Lori, where can they find you? 
Yes, you can find me on my website at lauribattle.com, or you can connect with me on social media. My Twitter, my Instagram is uh, lbattlewins, and my Twitter is yourbestliving, and you can find me on Facebook. Um, just type in Lori Battle, and I would love to connect with you. I like that. So cut the crap, guys. Get your shit together. Life can be whatever you want it to be. Just put in the work. Laurie, thank you for joining us. Thanks. Thank you, Paul. And thank you for letting me know it wasn't George Stephanopoulos because that was embarrassing. We'll see you next week on Behind the Scenes. Good night. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the Scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.